Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. This is Tuesday morning, October 5th. So glad to have you along. My name is Tom Short. We get here, we get together each morning here and get into the Word of God and we pray over it and we trust that God, bit by bit, is changing and transforming our lives. I know that He is. So a special welcome to any who may be here for the first time. If you are, make sure you subscribe, hit the notify button, etc. Leave a comment and to the rest of you, God bless you. I am so glad to have you along day by day, and I'm reminded, and I want to remind you that God sees your commitment. God sees your desire to grow in the Word. God, God knows you. You could be doing something else right now. You could skip these times. You could, there's other things on YouTube that may be more funny, more entertaining, but you're, you're serious in your commitment to grow with the Lord, and so I'm so glad to be part of a community of people like you. Thanks for being here. I want to also just quickly mention uh, that uh, most of you know, but we TSCM, our ministry, we sponsor a trip to Israel each year, and we've added a new thing, going to Alaska. And uh, there are certain deadlines if you'd like to join us for either of those trips. Now, some of them I know are up in the air a little bit because of COVID. We're still moving ahead with both those trips, Alaska in the end of May and Israel in February. And if you'd like to know inf more information about those, Go to my website, TomThePreacher.com, and check him out, okay? TomThePreacher.com, and those are times we can be together, we can learn, we can worship, we can have some fun, and uh, we can see a neat parts of the world. So if you're interested in uh, going to either of those places, uh, consider going there with me, and you may really have a great time. I trust you will. So TomThePreacher.com. Um, we're talking about dream crushers. And our verse that we were looking at last week, Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But And, I'm, and I've encouraged you that if you're seeking God, delighting in God, putting God first in your life, that you make sure that you, the dreams that God's putting, the desires, sometimes they're outside the box. Sometimes it's a little bit different. But if God's putting a desire in your heart, that may be an area, and it probably is an area where he wants you to excel, to rise above, to stand out greater than the rest, to be above mediocre, because that's what we want to be. We're not mediocre. We want to be extraordinary for God, and those may be the areas where he's setting you apart to make a significant difference in our world. But I've learned that no good ambition or no good deed in life will ever go unopposed. That's just the way it is, folks. I wish it weren't, but it seems like any time in my life and any time I've ever seen anyone want to do something good to glorify God, to honor God, and to serve others and advance his gospel any way at all, someone's going to oppose it. Yesterday, we talked about how in our own minds, there, there can be voices, there can be ideas, there can be negativity that causes us to think, I can't, I won't, I'm not able, I'm not worthy, uh, God won't, you know, all of these negative thoughts that can spring up from within ourselves. Today we want to talk about our enemies. Our enemies can also be people who try and oppose us. Now here's the thing, expect it. We get surprised when our enemies oppose us, and even enemies of God oppose us. 
people out on the campus when I preach the gospel and people who hate God, atheists, people who are living a grossly immoral lifestyle, people who, who are proud and arrogant, we still can be surprised, kind of shocked that they stand up and oppose. We think, well, it's a good thing. Why would anyone oppose this? We think our God's a good God. Why would anyone be against him? And we can still, people are still surprised. We read in 1 John, don't be surprised if the world hates you. And if they hate you, don't be surprised that they try and oppose you and prevent you from pursuing what God has put in your heart. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Some people oppose us, like sometimes we ourselves, Alex like was all yesterday, we oppose ourselves sometimes maybe out of a false humility or a sense of unworthiness. We're going to be seeing later in the week how some people who really love us oppose us, they mean well. They just don't understand what God's put in your heart. They don't understand what you're doing, but they mean well. I get this on campus. We'll talk about this later this week. But when it comes to your enemies, they oppose you because they don't mean well. They oppose you because they're opposing God. They're opposing what's good. They're opposing the truth. They're opposing what's loving and right. Don't be surprised when this happens. Don't be surprised. Expect it. Expect that if you mean well for God, there are forces in this world and people in this world who will be against you. Now, how do they seek to go against you? For this, we would turn to the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was called by God to rebuild the walls around Jerusalem. This was his dream. This was his desire. And he made great sacrifice to do it. He left a life of comfort and left a life of influence as a king's cupbearer to do this. And when he got there, Jerusalem was in ruins. It was in it's, the walls were torn down. And he wept and he prayed and he marshaled the forces. He marshaled the resources necessary, the people necessary, the finances necessary. He, he did what was required to build the wall and rebuild the city of Jerusalem. But he had two opponents. They were named Sanballat and Tobiah. And they used many, many uh, different tactics. They sought to discourage the workers they laughed at him and mocked him. They ridiculed him like, you're not going to do any good here. Even if, even if you build that wall, if a fox jumped on it, the wall would fall over, they said. You're not doing anything significant. They mocked them. They ridiculed them. They sought to discourage the workers. They slandered him. They accused him of having bad motives. They accused Nehemiah of having bad motives. They lied about him. They sought to divide the workers against one another and create disunity in the forces. They sought to distract him. They invited him to say, hey, you know, there's this disagreement. Let's come on out and have a meeting, and let's, let's figure this out. And at that meeting, they were seeking to draw him away from the work to get him out of the city, and lo and behold, we find out later they were going to kill him. They were setting a trap to kill him. Folks, do you have enemies that would go that far? Are there enemies in, in, even in our country that would go so far against the work of God they would seek to kill someone? Fortunately, in our land, we've had very little of this. I know some people tune in here from India. 
where they've had believers have faced physical opposition from their enemies, and even some have been killed. And But could it happen here? You better believe it could. You better believe it could. Sometimes people seeking to do what is good, people are people against them, you better believe it, even to the point of death. And one that our enemies do, that our well-meaning friends would never do, obviously to kill us, but secondly, to use legal means. And this is what happens in America sometimes. Our enemies seeking legal means to crush the things that God has called us to do. Be aware of this. See beyond, see beyond the individual. See that there is, a, there is a spiritual battle going on. See that, indeed, whenever you seek to do something good, there are people against you. So be aware. Be aware. Protect yourself legally. Do what's necessary to, to have the, the appropriate safeguards. Consult legal help when necessary. Protect yourself from physical attack. Expect mockery. Expect to be ridiculed. Expect people to try and divide you from others. Expect these things and, and, and raise up the appropriate defenses. Now, what did Nehemiah do? He was a man of prayer, and he cried out to God for God's protection. He spoke clearly to the people and told them, hey, realize what's going on here. Realize what's happening. These are bad people who are against us. He sought he, he, he went through the legal means. He had the legal right to be rebuilding that wall, and he stood up for his legal right against Sanballat and Tobiah. And finally, it says that they, when they were building that wall, they'd have a tool in one hand and a sword in the other. They were prepared. They were ready. They, they were standing up for what was, they were going to do what God told them to do. And they were aware that evil people were not going to stop them. My friends, let's pray the same for us. God will call us. God is calling us to significant things. The danger in our country is greater than it was even a year ago. The division in our country, the opposition. I don't know if you realize this, but, but you know, for years on the campuses, for years on the campus, um, you know, people have seen Christianity as the enemy of the people. They've seen Christianity as, as holding back progress. Progressives have thought of Christianity as something that holds back human rights, i.e. LGBT rights. They, they have seen us as holding back science, that we're against science because we believe in creation. We believe, in a, we believe there's a God who's greater than the natural world. And this has been accusations leveled against us on the campus for a long time. We're seeing these accusations more and more out in our culture now, even by political leaders making comments like this about, about us. We need to be strong. Don't be surprised at opposition. Don't be surprised that bad people call us, call us bad people. Don't see, be surprised that people accuse us of the very tactics that they're using. Don't be surprised. Turn to God. Cry out to God. Stand your ground. If you need legal help, get it. But stand your ground. Be firm in the Lord. And don't let anyone sway us from those things God calls us to do, either individually or corporately. Father in heaven, we think of how you call us to make a difference in this world and a difference for eternity. 
and we are grateful for our calling. Thank you our life has meaning, our life has significance. Thank you our life is about more than just being safe and secure. And Thank you, Father, our life is about more than just arriving safely at death. Thank you, Lord, our life is significant. And yet, Lord, we know that when you call us to make a significant difference in this world, there will be opposition. Help us, Father. We confess that so often when we try and do good and people oppose us, it surprises us. It shocks us. We wonder why. It makes us, it makes us second guess what we're doing. Wonder, were we doing the right thing? Help us to realize that's just what the enemy wants us to think. Help us, Father, to be people who follow you, follow your call, follow your words, follow your direction, and are people who simply are unwavering, are unwavering. Lord, if people slander us, seek to divide us, accuse us, mock us, ridicule us, seek to get us in legal trouble, Lord, even if they would seek to kill us, I pray, Father, that we would be unwavering, we'd be wise, shrewd as serpents, innocent as doves, we'd be wise and shrewd, but I pray, Father, we would always as well be unwavering. Give us this type of courage, give us this type of uh, strength, we pray. Lord, I pray for these things, I pray for those with me right today, fill us today with courage. Fill us today with the joy of the Lord. Fill us today with the Spirit of God. Lord, we live in confusing times. And sometimes it's easy for us to even lose our own bearings. But I pray, Father, help, help remind us what our life is about. Help us to become, help us to be rule, the peace of God to rule in our hearts. Help us to rise above the challenges we face. To not be overcome by evil but to overcome evil with good, to prevail, to be victorious. This day, walking in the Spirit, filled with the joy of the Lord, and unwavering in that which you've called us to do. I pray again, Father, for the, you said, if we will delight ourselves in the Lord, that you would grant us, you give us the desires of our heart. Today, Lord, might we delight in you. Might we delight in you. You're a good, good God. Might we praise you, sing to you, love you. Might, might you fill our heart with light in yourself. And Father, we do pray. We don't do this to manipulate you just to get what we want. But we pray that those dreams and desires that are deep within might well up within us. It might be evident. This is what God wants me to do. This is what God wants to answer. This is what God wants to fulfill. And give us the understanding, faith, courage to pursue those things. We bless you now and worship you. You're great God and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen and amen. And amen. Hey, thanks for being along. Let me remind you, uh, check out uh, uh, our website on Alaska, Israel. If you're interested, we'd love to have you. And we are coming up to some deadlines. We got to make some decisions on some things soon. So let us know if you're interested. You don't have to sign up right away, but just go there. And if you register, all that means is we'll be in touch with you and answer your questions. No obligation to register, just we talk about what's involved, answer questions, next next steps, okay? So God bless you, so glad to have you along. Make sure you uh, have a great day. Share this with another, share this with a friend and, um, and tell them about this daily Bible study. Meanwhile, you be filled with the Spirit, walk in His blessing and grace 
and the love of the God, love of God be upon you today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Bye-bye.